This is the Human-Centric Investing Podcast with John Deal, where we look at the world of investing through the eyes of our clients. Over to you, John. Hello, financial professionals. This is John Deal, Senior Vice President of the Applied Insights Team at Hartford Funds. Welcome to Episode 49 of the Human-Centric Investing Podcast. Joining me for today's podcast is Mike Lynch. Mike is a Managing Director of the Applied Insights Team here at Hartford Funds. Mike and I go back, oh gosh, Mike, what's it been, 20, 25 years? Yeah, I think so, now. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Mike is one of those guys who uh, we have shared so many experiences together, so many different, you know, kind of economic conditions, so many different tax regimes, so you name it. But you know, Mike, one thing that's kind of been consistent through that, uh, even though it does change from time to time, is Social Security. And I know that Social Security is a very popular topic uh, with clients, for sure. But you know, Mike, I've heard some financial professionals say that when they've held Social Security uh, events in the past, they've achieved, they've, they achieved their objective of getting the numbers in terms of attendance, but sometimes the target attendees were not exactly what they were looking for. Mike, I know that you've worked pretty extensively with this topic and with financial advisors over the years. Any suggestions you could make to advisors who might be a little bit hesitant about talking about Social Security for that reason, that they're not getting the right target attendees? Sure. Well, first of all, John, thanks for having me today. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, I, I do think it's such a broad ranging topic. And I think that's the temptation sometimes is that advisors or financial professionals want to reach out to so many people because it is that big uh, concept. And I, I do think, as you said, it's it's still one of the hotter topics out there, regardless if the market's up or down or who's in the office president-wise, it continues to be a hot topic. But I do think where we've had a lot of success is keeping it smaller, intimate, you know, inviting existing folks that have had some questions, have shared some concerns in the past. And then more importantly, I think it's a great topic where we continue to see those folks invite friends so we always encourage financial professionals is, you know, pick a handful of clients that, you know, have questions and probably they've shared with a, you know, a friend or relative or somebody they put cards with, whoever uh, probably have, have shared some concerns as well. That might be something, somebody to think about inviting as well. So I think you really want to target, although it is a broad topic, I do think a targeted approach probably works better in the long run. And the tar that targeted approach, Mike, really then is, look, I guess everybody has the same question, which is, how can I maximize my Social Security benefits? But even for wealthier clients for whom Social Security isn't a replacement, but it's just a component of their retirement income, it's still important to them to maximize what they have in terms of benefits, right? Sure. I, I think, you know, it, I think we've been surprised over the years at how many high net worth people have actually attended. I had a person who ran a law school attend with her husband who was an engineer and they pulled me aside afterwards and said, you know, I think I should have known this stuff. And I'm embarrassed to say I haven't. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't be embarrassed because there's a lot of moving parts, but I think you're right. We continue to see high net worth people, maybe some it's extra income, but I think the commonality is that we've all paid into this program. We're all entitled to it. And we want to try and figure out what are the best options for us. So I think, you know, whether it's doing a phone call or having them actually come in for some type of event or some type of Zoom call nowadays or webinar, I think you're going to see that a lot of the folks. So I wouldn't overlook anybody, especially your high net worth folks. 
I think they more than likely will have the majority of the questions. Yeah, it's one of those things, Mike. I think the thing we're probably almost familiar with is exactly what the amount is that we're paying every paycheck, right? That we we look at our stubs and we say, wow, that's that's an awful lot of money over time. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but nobody really gives us a crash course in in how to maximize it. And I, you, you know, Mike, I, I guess this goes for financial advisors as well. But, you know, a, a question for you, how comfortable do you think financial professionals are with the topic of Social Security? And do you sense that they feel pressured to be experts on the program, if that's even possible? Yeah, I think we've seen that over the years that uh, they feel for some reason they do need to be a an expert in the ins and outs of Social Security. And, uh, you know, I, I think we can all agree it's one of the more to- complicated topics. If you really start to st- or stop and try and figure out the math, you'll scratch your head on some of these calculations. So I think, you, you know, you need to kind of take a step back. Maybe it's a humble type of step, but take a step back and just say, gosh, you know, I'm not an expert by any means on this. And think about the resources you have available. And I think your clients will respect you in some cases. You know, sometimes we're the smartest in a certain subject matter, but clients may not even understand because we've gotten so deep in the complexity. You know, you, you always have this situation where you're answering a question to somebody and they look at you like, what in the world did you just say? It's because you get too deep into that subject matter. So I think they should, you know, kind of take a step back and really kind of take a breather and say, I don't have to be an expert in this, but do I know enough about the basics of Social Security? More importantly, if my clients have questions, do I know where to go to get the answers? So, Mike, like a lot of areas in financial planning, we may not be estate planning experts, for example, but we probably know how to recognize situations where we need an estate planning expert and then may be able to seek out those resources to help our clients. I guess in a similar way, Social Security would kind of fall into that category where you know, generally speaking, we can know a fair amount about it, even some pretty detailed information. But I think you'll agree with me. Sometimes when the questions get very individual and very specific, there's a lot of avenues that we've never been down before, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think sometimes if we're not told all the information, you know, we're we're trying to solve a, you know, kind of a puzzle, if you will. And if we don't get all the bits bits and pieces of information, uh, becomes a little more challenging. So, yeah, I think that's one of the the risks you run sometimes. And one of the challenges, quite honestly, with a lot of calls is someone will ask a question that's very complex and we'll try and answer it over the phone or over the call. Whereas I think it's a great opportunity to really take a step back, have that person contact the advisor or the financial professional directly. And then more importantly for the financial professional, really build their teams behind the scenes you know, do I have a go-to tax person? Do I have a go-to legal person? If there's a situation, you know, to that complexity, do I know somebody locally at the Social Security office that maybe I can reach out to? Um, and I think the bigger opportunity, honestly, is their book of business. I think it's one that we see is overlooked where you have a great, uh, you know, group of folks that you can kind of pick their brains and ask them questions and really start to build these stories, if you will, of, you know, different people that have taken Social Security, why they took it, how they took it. And quite often, you know, the question that the client may have, somebody in your book of business may have already run through or had that challenge. So I think there's an opportunity to start building that knowledge base, in particular with the existing clients you have. So, Mike, you mentioned a couple of things there. One, I know you and I have talked about in the past how uh, SSA.gov is a pretty good 
resource for general information. And oftentimes the firms as well uh, offer pretty good guidance in terms of general social security concepts. So checking with the firm that you work with, uh, sometimes they have online tools and calculators and things like that. But uh, what you're saying is that, well, I heard two things. One is one of the best resources are your clients who've already taken it or been faced with some of these decisions and listening to those stories. And the second thing would be, as we think about that circle of professionals that we may be trying to build out, maybe asking your clients who they dealt with, if they're local, let's say at the local social security office, might be worthwhile to ask them who they dealt with. And who knows, maybe wander in there someday and see if you could uh, meet that person for yourself, right? Yeah, I think so. I think to your point about the calculators, what I, what I think is great is we always reference and talk about Social Security as a source of income and retirement rather than the sole source. So if it's a source of income, how does it affect those other sources of income? And that's where I think a good firm, a good financial professional using their existing tools and calculators can fit Social Security into their IRA, to their after-tax account, to all the other things that a client has and really come up with a bigger picture or a bigger example and really sit down with clients and kind of think about different sources of income and when they should be turned on and what's the most efficient way from an investment perspective and then a tax perspective. And then, as you mentioned, yeah, I think, you know, really building a team. I think we're all big fans of, you know, instead of going it alone, build a team, those centers of influence that you can rely on to really put the client in the best position. You know, sometimes we'll hang up the phone, we've answered a question, but we really haven't tackled it from different aspects where I think if a client can set up an opportunity with you and a tax person, maybe legal, and it may be a contact in the office, um, they really are positioned the best because they've gotten all their questions answered. And we've been able to think at it from different uh, angles. And then lastly, I think it's one of the biggest untapped resources. I remember doing a seminar years ago, and there was a person that was well into the Social Security years, a really nice, terrific woman. She came to our event, and uh, I, I answered a question, but I wasn't sure, like, locally uh, in the office, you know, where it was and how easy it was to get into. This woman was kind enough to raise her hand in the event. She said, I've been taking Social Security for 10 years. Here's where the office is. Uh, it's better than the office downtown. The parking's easier. Here's a couple people in the office. I mean, she was she was a diamond in the rough, if you will. She was terrific. And I'm thinking, you know, after that, gosh, all financial professionals have people like that in their book of business that they can tap into from time to time and really start thinking about as my existing clients are approaching Social Security. You know, if I really tapped into some of those folks to maybe go back and ask them, you know, just remind me, John, when you and your wife you know, why did you take Social Security when you took it? You know, what was the age? If you had to do it over again, would you do it the same? The reason I'm asking is I've got other clients that are approaching and I want to try and make it as easy as possible for them. So would you be willing to share your story, share your ideas? Not that it's right or wrong, but I do think it lays out a practical story that a a financial professional can share with a client to say, you know, John, you and your wife are in a similar situation to some clients that I've had and here's what they chose. Now, it's not right or wrong. You know, we'll go through the process, but at least it allows that client to start envisioning, okay, there's other people like me and here's why they did it. Or, you know, maybe we're, we're totally off and we need to wait a little bit or maybe it makes sense to, you know, file as early as possible. But I do think having that knowledge base and having that, that pool of resources right at your fingertips, I think it's probably one of the most valuable resources out there. 
So Mike, I know you refer to clients like that as social security storytellers. So uh, for the for the financial professionals who are listening, um, how would you go about kind of identifying that group and how would you begin the process of gathering those stories? Are there certain questions you'd ask? And then uh, in terms of organizing these the, the storytellers, if you were, do you have any sure. basic structure for how to kind of recall those stories? Yeah, I, I guess I'd probably first I'd look for people, you know, 65 plus those that, you know, in prior situations have been great partners of mine that we have a great relationship that I know if I can reach out to them, I could reach out to them on a personal level and they'd be able to help me. and They'd be able to share information. Those are the people I probably want to start with. And then just maybe, you know, have a phone call or have them, you know, do a zoom or something and say, you know, here's the situation that I'm in right now where I've got more folks starting to approach the age. They've got more concerns, you know, again, would you mind just reminding me, you know, I know it's been a few years, but would you remind me, you know, when we talked about social security, why did you choose it when you chose it? You know, some pros and cons. Again, if you had to do it over again, would you do it the same? And then I think whether it's you mentally start building those stories or if you can actually maybe draft some of those stories and have them, you know, somewhere maybe on a laptop, you know, keeping them very generic and compliance, compliance minded, but just keeping some of those stories um, somewhere that's easily attainable, you know, maybe between you and an assistant or something and uh, keep those fresh in your mind. So as you start having those conversations, you know, maybe it's you open up a, a notebook and you pull out, you know, or open up a drawer, pull out a notebook, or it's just mentally, as you're listening to some of your clients, it triggers Mr. and Mrs. Smith or Mr. and Mrs. Johnson and some of the situations they've, you know, they've run into and being able to share that. Yeah. And I think, Mike, as you think about those questions, you may get into things that were very positive experiences where a client says, you know, I'm so glad I did it this way because it allowed right. us to do this, this and this. And you may, on the opposite side, get people who say, you know, I wish I would known better. I, I did this and I wish I hadn't done it that way. And both can be valuable to an advisor, especially, you know, if you're hearing about the story afterwards and, you know, maybe you weren't involved with the client when those decisions were made, but yet that information can still be helpful to current clients who are facing these decisions. So, Mike, how do you see uh, financial professionals best using those stories to benefit clients who are starting to think about those decisions? Can you play out a couple of scenarios for what you think works best? Yeah. So, I mean, if I had some clients that were you know, concerned about Social Security, wanted to maybe file as early as possible, but we kind of all knew that that probably wasn't the best option for them. I would think of some clients that waited, you know, and maybe sharing why they waited, how happy they are they waited. And maybe there's, you know, maybe there's a drawback or two, but overall they're pretty happy for the reasons they chose to wait. Um, you know, the situation they're in, you know, the things they're able to do. So I would think of those types of folks. And then I would also think about folks that maybe are waiting and maybe come up with the opposite, you know, and say, well, here's some pros and cons. You know, here's some folks that decided to file as early as possible, allowed them to maybe leave the workforce a little earlier or put them in a little better position, uh, you know, because they just had a grandchild or something. So I think going through that process and really thinking about, as you said, too, you know, thinking about both sides of it and being able to lay out the best story possible or the best ideas possible and then say, now let's talk about your situation. You know, we've talked about a couple different situations. Here's why they chose what they chose. Now let's talk about your situation and see 
you know, do you gravitate towards this person or do you gravitate towards that person? I just think having that ability instead of maybe every time hanging up the phone, trying to call Social Security or trying to go online, as you mentioned, SSA.gov is terrific, but it'd be great if I could think of another resource, you know, kind of almost the third resource is that existing book of business that I've got and start to recall some of those stories and be able to really use that as a valuable tool to have a conversation. Do you ever see Mike advisors using uh, some of these storytellers in any kind of a, like a client workshop or something that they would do? Yeah, I did one years ago and it was more of talking about retirement and why they chose retirement, Mm -hmm. but that's part of what got us onto this concept and this idea. So I think the ones, you know, if you think about, again, those clients over 65 that really are more of a partner in your business as opposed to a client, I would maybe talk to those folks and say, would you be willing to share your story? And you'll know the ones that, gosh, you just, you know, you know, they'll never be comfortable doing it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, those others that have said to you, you know, they give you referrals. They're a great partner of yours. They love talking. They love interacting with people that are right people you know, the right person you want to put in front of some of your clients. I think the opportunity to do that, I I will tell you the one I did, we had a husband and wife talking about retirement. It was fascinating. And and humbly, I was on the stage with them. And I know my stuff was okay, but their stuff was phenomenal because it was real life. It was, here's what we did. Here's how we, you know, keep our day busy. Here are the things that we enjoy. Here's a couple of things. If we had to do it over again, we would do differently. So I think it was it was so valuable for the participants to hear that. So I think you want to think about some of these folks, if nothing else, have their story in the back of your mind. But gosh, I think having somebody, if they're willing to do a testimonial, uh, I think it'd be terrific. Well, and I, I just think, Mike, as we're thinking about Social Security, I think of kind of the categories of questions that come in and how I would start looking for clients. Like, for example, one of the questions that always comes up is, what if I want to work past my normal retirement age? What impact does it have on my benefits? Well, we could go with the textbook answer, but wouldn't it be much better to talk about another client who is one of your more successful clients, continued to work past normal retirement age, had the same concern, here was his experience or her experience, um, and therefore be able to relate it through a story. Now, again, you have to be you have to be careful that the individual circumstances may be a little bit different, but I completely understand what you're saying. And I guess my uh, question I have, you know, it seems like this concept would be a no brainer, but is there any reason a financial professional should be reluctant to use this approach? I don't think they, they should be reluctant, but I do think sometimes, you know, you, you always want to be the person in the room. Whereas, uh, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where, you know, are you totally comfortable with this person representing you? Is your firm comfortable with it? So I think that would be the only negative, you know, if they go mm-hmm. off on a tangent or they go off on a political situation or something. But barring mm-hmm. that, I, I think you'd be fine. And and to your point, I, I think you'd want to think about the people you mentioned or, or individuals you mentioned. I think you'd want to think about maybe some government employees mm-hmm. that have gone through the situation, maybe a widow, a widower. Because we always mm-hmm. run into that, or maybe someone who's divorced or recently divorced, those folks that have gone through that process. Because again, we can give the textbook answer, but they can say, gosh, you know what? When my husband passed away, I had to go down there two or three times because I didn't have the right paperwork. Now, it says one thing on the website, but here's really what you need. 
And if you want to make sure you only have to go down there once, you know, here's the information you need to gather before you do it. Gosh, I mean, that, that saves them two or three steps. I think that stuff will be so valuable. So, Mike, what's uh, as, as we wrap up our podcast episode today, what's one thing that financial professionals, I know sometimes it seems like these social security questions seem to come in one off here and there, or you're thinking about doing an event or something like that. But what's one thing financial professionals could do to get started on this idea today? I think start looking at your book of business and really segment your book of business. Um, think of some folks that maybe have recently contacted you about social security. Was there some commonality? You know, we, we tend to find a lot of people come in with three questions, right? You know, they attend the event, they want to know when they should take it. You know, if they continue to work, what happens? And then from a tax perspective, will I have to pay taxes? So maybe think of some clients that are recently approaching social security age and they've called you with questions. Have we seen some common themes or some common ideas or, or concerns and then maybe, again, start thinking of some clients that you know are, you know, maybe late 60s to early 70s, kind of fit the same mold of people who have been asking these questions, if you will, and then start thinking about maybe uh, asking some some questions. Maybe just check in with them between now and, you know, the, the first quarter of next year. Just want to see how you're doing. And by the way, now that I have you on the phone, uh, you know, here's here's a project I'm working on. Here's some information I'm starting to gather and put together. We start to see more and more clients, you know, more and more folks that I work with have these types of questions. And I remember you went through that and then kind of let the conversation flow. I, I think one of the biggest challenges is, that, you know, they're really going to have to be good listeners. So I think, mm -hmm. you know, the ability to ask a couple of questions, but then really pull back and listen. I think if you listen, you can craft a really great story and be able to share that story with so many others. And I think, Mike, even when we approach existing clients, right, being able to say to a client, hey, and usually it's a client that you have a pretty solid relationship with, but being able to right. say, hey, can I ask you a question? You know, I've had a couple of my clients ask about this scenario involving Social Security and, you know, just wanted your input on it, right? Did you go through something similar? Kind of what influenced your decision and, and how did you make out? I mean, just conversation can almost kind of start to fill out your 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 library of stories, right? Because again, it doesn't even it could be someone who's already well into as the point you made earlier of taking their social security benefits, and we can actually begin this process simply by asking them about their experience, and maybe in doing so, we unlock the key to addressing a client who is just now currently making similar decisions. So it's kind of one of those neat ones, Mike. You can you can kind of approach it from either side, right? You can talk to clients who've already made the decisions, or you can talk to clients who are going to make those decisions in coming years, and both of them should be useful to the financial professional. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think it's, it's kind of a neat idea, too, right? When that client hangs up, they're saying, mm, you know, I've always had a great relationship, but now I, I kind of feel a little different. Like they asked me some questions or he, he or she asked me something and wants me, my input to help grow their business or help them, you know, service their clients a little bit uh, easier, or a little bit deeper. I, I think that's great. I think, you know, it, it's going to kind of warm their heart, so to speak, to, to be able to help those folks. Well, Mike, I can't thank you enough. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. And to all of you listening, I uh, hope you got a couple of ideas there out of our, our social security discussion. And until next time, 
uh, we wish you well, and we will talk to you again on the next episode of the Human Centric Investing Podcast. Thanks very much. This podcast is intended for use by financial professionals or in conjunction with the advice of a financial professional. It is intended to be educational in nature and should not be construed as individual investment advice or a recommendation or solicitation to buy, sell, or hold any security or to adopt any investment strategy. It does not constitute legal or tax advice or fiduciary advice pursuant to ERISA rules. 